when surrounded by physiques that are beyond what we think we can achieve on our own, many people will ask, what if there's an easier way? And when desperation meets determination, the lines between right and wrong can blur. So why do people turn to steroids? A shortcut, surely, but a shortcut to what? Most people aren't training to be athletes and aren't going to take the gold at a local show, let alone the Olympia. So if them getting paid for fitness has about the same chance as a snowball has in hell, why would they take steroids? This answer might seem obvious, but girls. Whoa, filthy chicks. <laughs> filthy chicks. And at first thought, that makes a lot of sense. Except there is a sudden point of diminishing returns with muscle gain and general attractiveness that most men seem blissfully unaware of. Y'all like bodybuilders? Bodybuilders? I like skinny, scrawny guys. I really think men overestimate what an ideal physique is to women. So on top of covering that, we will be answering if your dream physique even requires steroids. We will briefly go over the ethics of steroid use. Moments after Lesnar walked out of the interview, he addressed the speculation about steroid use. I, I have never failed a drug test. For any of the gay bros out there, we will cover how this applies to the gay dating world with some insight from everyone's favorite message board and a lovely study that I found on the topic. We are going over the second worst reason to do steroids where I completely roast people. Boom, roasted. And finally, we will cover why steroids might actually make you less attractive. So where is this question coming from? Well, I tossed this up on my Instagram story at AndrewBFM as one of the podcast episodes to choose from and then actually got a few DMs about it that basically confirmed the topic. Girls? Is it getting girls? It's about girls, huh? I did that. It kind of worked. The girls I attract are a lot bigger now, though. I've also had through my decade-plus time in the fitness industry countless men say they only started going to the gym because of girls. I also was not immune to this in my late teens. I have a friend who's going for his pro card right now that hopped on trend when he was 18 after a breakup, and Gen Z seems to be hopping on the not natty or half natty train with SARMs sooner and sooner. So while this is potentially a lighthearted topic, it's also something of a PSA. I'm typing this less than 24 hours after finding a 14-year-old kid on Reddit posting on r slash nattier juice who was absolutely on juice and treating all the old heads like they were stupid for warning him about the can of worms he may have just opened. So if this is your first time here, I make bi-weekly deep dives into fitness pop culture trends as well as holistic bodybuilding and powerlifting content. So make sure to subscribe to hear more of that. This week's Amazon gift card giveaway put a comment under this video telling me if you think steroid use is unethical or not. And that's a whole different topic on its own. But with all that out of the way, my name is Andrew with Pride. Let's get into it. Episode 59, everyone. Attraction, as far as physique goes, is really not that complicated. It's like a horseshoe graph, you know? Where on one end, you have a small number of women who really like big dudes, think muscle worship, Rich Piana, Larry Wheels, Brad Castleberry, The Rock, the mass monsters, you know, versus the women who like really skinny people like Christian Bale in The Machinist or Captain America before the super soldier serum. No offense to The Rock, but the vast majority of female attraction lies somewhere in the middle with what are very attainable physiques naturally. Brad Pitt in Fight Club, 
Daniel Craig, James Bond, Chris Pratt in Guardians 1. I actually ran a poll on my Instagram, but there's a bit of a voter bias here because the majority of the men and women who follow me are gym rats or presumably are people who like gym rat physiques. Male and female preferences from my audience at least tended to agree that Chris Evans' physique in Captain America was the best one. And I'm going to give you all some good news. Although that is very impressive and a very challenging one to achieve, I built a pretty similar one all natty. So there is some hope there. Here's a much larger poll, though, from foxhoundstudio.com. This episode wraps up with a piece that those of you who listened to the last episode on gym cells, you are going to die laughing about this. This poll has over a thousand women here to confirm my thoughts with 73% of them voting Brad Pitt in Fight Club as the most attractive physique and that number jumping to 87 when his face was removed. And in kind of a shitty way, that means 14% of women think Brad Pitt is unattractive, which means 100% of us are screwed when it comes to dating. This is like the inverse of all those dudes saying Margot Robbie is mid. Please be real for a second, guys. Did you not watch Wolf of Wall Street? And you know something else, Daddy? Mommy is just so sick and tired of wearing panties. Yeah? Yeah. What's wrong, Daddy? Anyway, of these same women, only 1% chose three-time Mr. Olympia Frank Zane. Men, when asked the same question, chose Frank Zane at more than 50%. And not only is that interesting, but it's very relevant to some things toward the end of this video. But yes, you heard right. That means 50% of men want a physique that only 1% of women actually find attractive. But this does give some important insight that maybe those of you listening can use as a hack of sorts. Think of the gal that you find most attractive. Her look. Her vibe. Is she athletic? This poll shows a 14% increase in attraction to Frank Zane and bodybuilders, if so. Is she more artsy coffee shop gal? The Henry Rollins body jumps about 6%. Is she more fashion aesthetic? Then Henry Rollins and Vil Valo both get a 10% bump. And you may hear those jumps and think that means that you can tailor your physique to get the girl that you want. And yes, it can help. But basically, unless the girl you like is a chubby chaser, the Brad Pitt Fight Club physique was still always the lead. And in several cases, got an even greater boost in desirability. But although that is the desired body and a very attainable one naturally, by the way, the bar is much lower than that. Clearly something else has lowered the bar even more. I must go deeper. Here's several numbers that may give you some hope. 89% of women say men who keep themselves in good shape are more attractive. 75% of them want their men to be stronger than them. 62% want a man who can protect them. 59% think it is important for men to have bigger arms than them. 38% said being physically stronger was important. 38% said an average physique was okay. Only 3% said that being ripped and muscular was important. These goals aren't exactly shooting for the stars. Unless you're going for some role reversal here, and you are into muscle worship gals, men are on average 50% stronger than women, so all those things should be achievable within a few months of training and diet. Here's where this article begins to fall apart though. 92% of women said they want a guy who is naturally fit. This is the same group that voted Brad Pitt as the most attractive physique. Two things here. Nearly every actor is enhanced, not because they need it for every physique that they attain, but because it is their job and they need to do it quickly so they can get paid. Like Christian Bale going from machinist to Batman. So when women say they want a guy who is natural and point to a celebrity or athlete, know that that person is almost surely on gear due to a time constraint or income incentive. Second, 
Brad got that physique with a ton of hard work and intention, or maybe a little Sazul to make it easier. But with this article saying women like physiques that look like they didn't take an obsessive amount of exercise, it seems like maybe they don't realize how much effort and upkeep single digit body fat actually takes. To make this even more ironic, the 2010's Ryan Reynolds physique was voted as too lean, but also the second most attractive physique. They're the same picture. So if all this is true, why does it seem like bodybuilders always get so many girls? It is due to something called the popularity illusion. Right now, I have longish hair. About eight to 10% of women like men with long hair. However, only two to 3% of men have long hair. So even though the desire isn't very high, there is more demand than supply. That kind of rhymed. It makes it look like a long-haired man has women all over him. What we don't see is the other 90% that have absolutely no interest at all. A very small amount of women like that juicy look, but because there are so few guys with that build, there's a supply and demand issue. In a funny sort of way, taking gear and building a massive physique does get you a lot of attention from a smaller pool but much more likely a pool you aren't interested in, as I covered in episode 58. Here's a clip of Seabum from that episode about this. What is the ratio of attention that you get from guys versus girls? Like 90-10. <laughs> in favor of men, of course. We end up making our physique goals usually around what gets us the most attention, and being that men are much more forward to compliment gains, we have a ton of men telling us that we look huge and... In our stupid monkey brains, we go, oh, all attention is good attention. So more muscle means more attention. So more muscle means more girls. But the truth that almost any gym bro will tell you is that few women will ever outright compliment your physique unless you are in a relationship or actively dating them. So what did this article ultimately find? Well, yes, Brad Pitt in Fight Club was the most desired body for women every time. No matter how they skewed or altered the sample results, Tyler Durden always wins. But what body was most desired by men? Someone who didn't even pop up on the female radar. Let's get a little drum roll here. Ziz. As it should be, everyone. Look at this man, the aesthetic god. Let's go, let's go. So does your dream physique even require steroids? Well, that is going to depend on four things. What the physique is that the person you want to attract likes, your genetics, the time frame, and your work ethic. If you are trying to add 40 pounds of lean mass in two months like Mark Wahlberg claims he did for Pain and Gain, great movie by the way, you better get over your fear of needles. If you are shooting for a muscle mommy, then yeah, you probably need a physique somewhere between Seabum and Chris Evans. That is America's ass. But if not, you can probably get away with a more modest amount of muscle and conditioning. So let's just rapid fire a handful of celebrity physiques with the disclaimer that Probably every single one of them was on gear to get these physiques, even if it wasn't necessary. You know, because it's their job. Starting with most likely to least likely in the absolutely blast a gram of trend and test category that is not a recommendation. The Rock, peak Chris Hemsworth, Arnold, duh, Batista. These dudes are massive, plain and simple. No way to get there naturally. In the low to moderate dose category, we have Chris Evans. Jason Momoa, Tom Hardy, Christian Bale as Batman and American Psycho, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. In the maybe, maybe not category, we've got Bradley Cooper, Jake Gyllenhaal, Brad Pitt, Daniel Craig, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, Jason Statham, and finally in the nah, that's definitely doable natty category, we have Ryan Gosling, Matthew McConaughey, Gerard Butler in 300, Bruce Lee, Paul Rudd, and Chris Pratt. And you might be hearing some of those and think, that guy is definitely juicing. Or 
no way he was juicing. But remember, you have the gift of being wrong, whereas I do not. Argue with me in the comments. But let's not forget training age, consistency, muscle maturity, muscle mommies, memory. I mean, moving on, though. Should we be mad that celebrities lie about steroid use? I mean, obviously, we get full transparency with companies like Apple, Wells Fargo, Equifax. Companies are always completely transparent. They never lie about anything like that. Hollywood should be held to that same standard too. The reality is that most just avoid the question. They aren't out here like Liver King blatantly lying about Natty status. It started with the accusation Natty or not. For, for the record, okay. it's Natty, right? Except for one of them, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But I kind of got to let him off the hook on a technicality because I think anyone working for Disney probably has to abide by something approximating a no discussing drug use clause. You just tried to ruin Disney Company's big night for your own amusement, huh? huh? The hell did you do to us? Shut up! <laughs> Plain and simple, they're influencing kids. If you think Disney is worried about their name and legacy now with everything that's going on, imagine you throw a mandatory drug use for maintaining a physique into that mix. Does it suck that people are profiting off of their drug use and lying about it like Chris Hemsworth when he's selling that center muscle building app? Of course. But listen, if we held everyone making a sale or purchase or running a business to full transparency around products, I think we'd have a bit of a monkey paw situation on our hands. I don't know what the unintended consequences could be here, but what is your take? Is it ethical for them to withhold that info while young boys everywhere think they will be able to achieve those physiques? Here's where a lot of this comes together like a nice little conspiracy flowchart. This is it. All of the clues are coming together. Male attraction is an odd topic. We've already seen that 50% of men want to have a physique that only 1% of women like. Chris Bumstead is apparently swimming in men. Just swimming in men. And of course, our stupid monkey man brains just think attention is attention. Thankfully, we once again have Reddit and academia to turn to. I don't think it's a secret that gay men are one of the more vain demographics. I'm looking at you, West Hollywood. So how does all of this come together? Well, here's what Reddit says on the sub r slash bros. Every muscle gay on Insta and Twitter looks like they are on the sauce. Steroid use is extremely common among anyone who wants to get jacked but is impatient. Gays who want to get laid fit the bill very well. So yes, it is very common. Almost all gays on social media are beyond roided. The gay beauty standard needs to change because damn. I'm going to be honest, guys. I, I don't think the beauty standard is going to change there. Steroid use is so insanely common that most people have absolutely zero clue what is naturally achievable as steroid and PED enhanced physiques have become so normalized. I completely agree with that, by the way, which is also why discussing celebrity physiques is such a weird topic. But it's this last one that really intrigued me. Probably as common as it is among straight gym bros. How true is that statement, though? A paper in 2014 tested over 17,000 adolescent boys to answer this question. Now, I want you to answer this for yourself. Do you think gay men are less likely to use PEDs? More likely, twice as likely to use steroids? What it found was that gay and bisexual men are more than five times as likely to use steroids than their straight counterparts. So to give this a nice bow, the straight guys that are hopping on gear so that they can look like Ziz or Frank Zane because they think that is going to get them girls, remember your target market, guys. So before we get into the way steroids actually ruin your chances with women, welcome to the roast portion of this episode. Boom. Roasted. Low-level and local athletes getting on a cycle. Imagine hopping on gear several times 
to compete in a local show and not place top three, not even get second call-outs. Boom, roasted. Ruining your fertility so you can not get a bronze medal at your local CrossFit meet. Boom, roasted. Imagine ruining your erections so that you can play pickleball at the park with your friends and still lose. Boom, roasted. Never get strong enough to be an actual threat at an open invite powerlifting meet. People are ruining their sexual function and hormones just to add five pounds of muscle that they are going to lose because they don't have the habits, consistency, programming, sleep, diet, or drive to maintain their gains. Boom, so they hit a second and third cycle just to look like a soggy bag of milk. Boom, roasted. Genuinely, what a shame to waste the function of your body and your dick and not even be able to call an amateur in your sport, let alone a pro. Boom, roasted. If you are on your way up, Sure, the argument could be made to sauce up, but Joey Bag of Donuts is pinning in the locker room right now because he ruined his dick by cycling when he was 17 because he wanted to set a school weightlifting record. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. <laughs> and yes, I do have empathy for those with body dysmorphia, which is why this is the second worst reason and not the first. So let's say I've still not convinced you. Steroids are not just something you take and then boom, you have more muscle and you're swimming in women and probably men too, based on what we've covered. But let's let's just say hypothetically, that is what happens. You get to the moment of truth and Stacy rips off your belt and says, oh, take me, Johnny, in my voice for some reason. And then you can't perform. What are you going to say? Hey, can we just, can we just talk? Can we, can we leave six inches of space for Jesus? I, I swear this never happens. ED from steroids isn't a matter of if, it is just when. How often and how bad is it? It is simply a feature of gear, not a bug. Not to mention your health. How many young bodybuilders have we lost in the last few years before they barely even reached 30? It seems like Derek from More Plates, More Dates is making a video almost every month about someone who has passed away due to a heart condition. Rest in peace, Joe Aesthetics. And listen, if muscles give you a plus one attractiveness, balding and losing your hair from steroids gives you a minus two. Finasteride and minoxidil can only do so much when your DHT goes super physiological. I've had long hair, I have had short hair, and I've had no hair. And let me tell you guys, things are a lot easier when you have hair. You also sweat a lot. You sleep like shit. You develop gyno and God forbid you get cystic acne like the guy who is bleeding through his shirt at the gym. Legality and quality are also a thing. I know, I know, your buddy from the gym swears. This guy is legit. His product is great. Well, guess what? There's only one way for you to find out, so enjoy flipping that coin. As far as mood issues, I mean, roid rage is a bit exaggerated, but generally, whatever is the slight shift of your emotions tends to be enhanced. If you're generally sad, prepare to get more sad. If you're angry, you better hope you don't run into Allie from work when you're in a mood. Also, it's weird to integrate it into your life. Do you travel a lot? How are you going to get these things through security at the airport? Are you currently dating? What happens when Renee pulls up a picture of a guy on Instagram and says, man, I hate those juiced up dudes. Their physiques are so gross. That's going to be some fun pillow talk convo, eh? Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's weird. I would, uh, n never. And here's the bit most people don't talk about. Steroids really ages your face. I've met dudes at the gym I thought were in their late 20s to early 30s that were 23. You seriously age really, really quickly. Larry Wheels is probably the best example of it, but there are tons all over Reddit. Now look, I know I've referenced episode 58 several times, but I implore you, if this is something you're planning to do, getting on steroids just to get girls, please listen to that episode first. I address a ton of mental health stuff that impacts male body image issues. So hopefully that at least gives you some clarity around the idea. 
steroids aren't a death sentence, but they aren't without their risks. So get as much info as you can. If you haven't already, make sure to let me know your opinions on this, guys. If you've got non-gear, was it worth it? Let us know in the comments. And finally, let me say, I understand the pressure when you feel like coal and you are surrounded by diamond physiques. Do not let the reason that you make a decision be somebody who doesn't pay your bills. And with all that said, guys, my name's Andrew with Pride. See you later. I bet you guys did not expect that deep of a dive and for it to be that crazy, did you? Well, if you want something just as wild, hit the video right there, that one that's linked up top. Or if you want to see what I've been up to more recently, that bottom one is my most recent video. See ya.